out here in the perimeter, there are no stars. Out here, we is stoned, immaculate. Hello and welcome. This is the C86 Show. I'm David Eastall. As you know, we love a special guest. This week, it's going to be the turn of the French bass band titled Little Nemo, because I recently spoke to two of the members of the band to find out more about life, love and poetry. This is a three-way interview scattered across France, so that's very exciting. Um, yeah, so it's basically Nicholas from the band and also Ronan. So, um, so Nicholas is the musician who starts to talk first, but you'll work out who's who. So after several minutes of interesting but casual chat, we get down to that exciting subject that was the early formative years. Nicholas... It's over to you. Okay, uh, okay. Oh, what is your name, uh, by the way? Uh, David, okay. Dave. <laughs> uh, Dave, Dave, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm the same uh, same old uh, uh, as you are, but uh, I'm from 63. Mm. I'm, uh, I, I, I was born in 63 in April. So uh, when I was uh, a kid, uh, my first record, I remember, my first record was a Pink Floyd, uh, Uma Guma. That was... Uh, uh, a bit rough for a, a, a little children from me because it was a bit. But after that, uh, my my my, uh, my parents bought me some records like the Beatles or Rolling Stones and things like that. But uh, and when I was uh, after that, I was interested in uh, American music, uh, the West Coast music. Um, uh, for for example, the, the Eagles, uh, the Doobie the Brothers, and um, that kind of music. I, I, I was not very, uh, except for the, the, the English bands, the first, many first English bands, I wasn't, during the, the, the 70s, I wasn't uh, listening to to, uh, to the, the English, but more, more, more Californian bands. But when I, I uh, entered the... the the university. I met Vince, the other one of the other of Little Nemo, and he. he so, thanks to him, uh, I, I listened to uh, more more Gothic uh, English bands. Right, you like, went you, uh, you went through the post punk period of the post punk. The, yes, post-punk. that was uh, my first touch with uh, with English music uh, at that time, uh, the, the 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 early eighties. Uh, so, uh, uh, for, of course, Depeche Mode, of course, uh, 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 Sister of Mercy, Joy Division, uh, New Order, the Simple cure. Minds, The Cure, The Cure, yeah, yeah, The Cure, The Stranglers. The Susie and the Banshees. Susie and the Banshees, yeah, of course, yes, 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 all that, all that, all that, but that's, it was very different that was, I was uh, listening uh, first. But uh, that's very interesting from Ender Smith. The Smith the Smiths were, from 1983. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. that was that was that was a John massive. Morrissey. So you you, you Johnny went Marr. Johnny Marr. We love Johnny, didn't we? So and Andy Rourke in your case as well. Yeah, but Andy Rourke, you, yeah. yeah. So you went from sort of Hotel California, Little Feet, James Taylor, you know, Fleetwood Mac to to yeah, English. Fleetwood Mac, yes, which was English, I think, but uh, with a Californian son. Yes, well, with two members, the 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 seventies lineup had Stevie and Lindsay, and didn't they as well? So, did you did you have any older brothers or sisters that influenced you at all? Uh no. Uh, the, the 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 I think that that was because I went with the when I was young, about sixteen or seventeen. Uh, my parents uh, sent me to the, the the United States, and so I. Uh, uh, I, all the time, uh, everything I, I, I was uh, listening uh, for, for, with the radio in the states. You know, uh, when I was in uh, in Oregon, or in, uh, and so uh, I, I uh, yes, I used to to like very much that sound, that sound uh, in the late seventies, eight uh, in the um, beginning eighties. Yes. That sound. Uh, I, I I was a fan of Doobie Brothers. I was a fan of uh, that kind of band. You know. Yeah, I know. Trucking. Yeah. The Grateful Did the Grateful Dead ever enter your consciousness? Uh, Grateful Dead, not so much, but I th- yeah, I, I've heard of them, but not not I, I think that was a bit too too early. I was uh, yes, for example, Kansas 
was it uh, Boston? You know, oh, Kansas. You know? There was a band called Kansas. Did you say Kansas? Yes, Kansas. Kansas. Yes, yes. Boston. Boston too. You know? Wayward Son, I think, was their classic song, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> classic rock <laughs> and ron what about your music what was your kind of early childhood and musical moments mm, i'm a bit younger <laughs> so uh i started with um uh, uh bands uh, u.s bands but uh, from the east coast mainly like blondie for example uh talking heads uh and uh soon after that to british music punk you know punk uh, punk bands and uh, post-punk uh, bands yeah uh, uh, so and uh, I, I i traveled to to england and ireland uh, early too and uh, i discovered some bands uh, i was staying in families and uh, <laughs> the kids um, when we listened to uh, to to english bands in the early 80s like uh, as i told you once uh, adam and fans for Example, which I liked very much, uh, and then uh, all the. Who? What was that band you mentioned? Adam, Adam and the Ants. Oh, Adam and the Ants with Adam and Marco. Par- yes, Marco. Yeah, I mean, don't 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 expect me to remember much of no. anything. <laughs> well, they were funny and, and good. I really liked their, their sound. It was it was quite new to me. Yes, so, absolutely. Really liked it. Yeah. Yes, Kings so of the White Frontier. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, and yeah, you, you couldn't meet, couldn't move anywhere without hearing Adam mm. and and Marco Peroni's guitar okay. playing, which was yeah. which was cool. But yes, and then I, yeah, and then I came uh, to uh, bands like uh, Depeche Mode or Cure, as Nicholas said, uh, and I liked more um, uh, poppy uh, uh, bands like uh, Duran Duran, for example. <laughs> Yes, well, yeah, there you go. Very, 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 very early ones are really very good. Yes, well, I, I suppose I do have a guilty pleasure with the the classic single. Um, God, save a prayer. That's the oh, one. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's one of the first ones that I that I learned on uh, on the piano. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, and the chauffeur too. <laughs> <laughs> and then, well, it's an, atmos- it's an atmospheric song, really, and they, and they oh, yeah. they have a great connection to Birmingham and that pl- that time yeah. of right. a lot of punk bands from Birmingham. You know, there was a club called Barbarellas, mm-hmm. and there was quite an interesting scene with various people who were quite obscure, like the Nightingales, and um, yeah, then then eventually Robert Lloyd and various other bits. Birmingham have quite a music scene. So, look, Nicholas, when did when did a musical instrument sort of enter your life? When, um, well, uh, when I was, yeah, um, I have many friends who, who played music at school when I was uh, uh, in uh, uh, in college. I don't remember, you know, it's not college, that we say contourdi, college en, en, in, in, in French, it's not college in English. So, uh, in, University? No, 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 no. no, no. Before. <laughs> when, Before. When I was 13 or 15, uh, 14. Um, you uh, so many people uh, in my in my in my uh, classroom uh, were were listening to rock and roll, and many people uh, had to uh, uh, music uh, uh, had learned to 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 uh, had learned to to an instrument a music instrument. So I was a bit jealous, you know, because uh, my parents didn't. Because my 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 father was a military, you know, so he, he didn't like music at all, and uh, so uh, I was a bit jealous. But uh, for my fourteenth anniversary, I said to my father, uh, "Buy me a bass guitar." So, uh, so that's what he did, and I, uh, with a friend of mine, I played in my first band uh, as a as a bassist. And uh, and that's that's the way I, 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 I enter the music uh, the music business. <laughs> yes. So when you got to sort of eighty three, which is a great year because that's the year that the Smiths began. Because I sort of put you know music. We had the you know the punk period, then post punk, then eighty three. The Smiths appeared. Then it was kind of in the classic indie rock period of the of the for the eighties. After that, so how did the the band get together? And were you you must have been um 
I'm trying to do the maths here, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so you were you about twin? Christ, now I don't know. Actually, you were born 1963, were you? Yeah, I just I went 20, 20 years 20. old. 20. Yes. So, were you at university at that stage, or had you worked? Yes, I just met. Uh, I know. I, I met Vincent from Little Nemo Two in '84. So in '83. I just saw the, I remember, I just saw the, the Smith record, but I didn't buy, buy it, the first, you know, the, the first record. It's Violet, a purple record. I think it's Hand in Glove, isn't it? Yeah, I, I, because I, but I was listening to American music, but I saw this, this record. I just listened to it. I said, oh, what, what a sound, but I didn't buy it, you know. So uh, it was uh, one, one year later than uh, uh, Vincent. Let me hear to that music, and so I fell in love with the Smiths, you know, uh, with the Morrissey voice and um, the guitar of uh, the guitar and the bass of Andy Rourke. That's a, a very great bassist, I think. Yes, and, uh, yeah, magic, and, uh, yeah, yeah, fantastic rhythm section. So then, so was it quite a serious proposition? The band were you quite a committed group of people at this stage in 83 84 was were you on a mission to conquer the world so to speak with rock and roll oh, you you say no no i, I think uh, i think uh, we we were in the university with veins we only uh, played music uh, for fun you know it's uh, we 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 uh, little nemo was not was not really uh uh, was not born at that time. Uh, uh, we 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 made a band whose names was uh, Stain of Thin, Stain of Sin. Uh, it was a punk rock band, you know, and uh, our influences were yeah a bit a bit the Smiths. That's that's right, but more I think was uh, uh, like uh, Theater of Eight, you know. Theater yeah. of Eight, Enjoy Division, uh, a, a, a kind of uh, punk rock, uh, uh, more than pop, I think. And uh, that was the yeah. And uh, Little Nemo was born in '85, I think. But I was not in the band at that time. But uh, because uh, Vincent, we, I made a band with Vincent, which was Ten of Sin, and he made a band with Olivier, uh, Little Nemo, and yeah. there were two separate bands at that time. You know, I I, I entered the band at eight, in eighty seven. Yeah. Right. So were you on that first album, Past and Future? Was this your musical moment with the band? Uh, past and future was a bit uh, too early for me. Uh, they, uh, uh, no, because uh, they they made the song without me. Uh, I was in the army at that time. <laughs> oh, you so, went in the army? Yeah. <laughs> How long were you in the army for? Oh, uh, about six months, you know, six months. Dear yeah. me, I don't know. Do you, did everyone have to do army service? In France, yes. Before, not anymore. Uh, not anymore. Uh, thanks to Jacques Chirac, you know. <laughs> but uh, before Jacques Chirac, uh, everybody has to do the army, you know. Right. Yeah. For mm. six months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I should have stayed year uh, <laughs> one year, but I, I, I still only six months because. Uh, I won't tell you the story now, but uh, it was a long story. To, to, to... Yes, I think probably your dad was. Was he not? Was he disappointed at that stage? Your my my what my your father who was in oh, the military? Yeah. Oh yeah, you, you oh yeah 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 of course he, he didn't want to speak to me uh, during uh, more than one year when he when he, he knew that uh, I quit the army you know so no that was not a good time for him not for me too no <laughs> <laughs> I know that's always bad so look Ron you're not in the band at this stage are you no I'm not no. no. You're still to people. So were you then, Nicholas, was it Sounds in the Attic? Was this your first musical moment with Little Nemo? Uh, the first the first uh, musical moment was uh, Private Life. That was an EP of s- six tracks. Five? No, six tracks? Five tracks? Uh, yes, five tracks uh, record, I think. EP. 
Right. I got it. Yes, it's here, actually. It, it, it features Blue Years, A Handful of Sand, Eternal yes, yes. Friend, Precious Days, A Day Out of Time. That's it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Right. So you were on the you were playing bass and vocals on that recording. Yeah, I was playing bass, uh, and I think I was playing. Um, yeah, I was playing bass. Yes, not not guitar. I think. And had you started playing live at this stage? Um, the first time uh, I played live uh, was in nine, in eighty seven um, uh, during a, a gig with. Um, Yes, we made with a, 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 a French band uh, which is called uh, Trisomy Twenty One. I mean, but you you know Trisomy. No, no. Is no. is maybe is more fa famous in Belgium because it's a kind of uh, uh, electronic uh, band, electronic dark dark wave maybe. Right. Oh, Ron, you'll have to give me a link to the band. I... I have to I have to find out who they are. Yeah. Uh, so this. Yeah. <laughs> so at this stage, then, were the were you kind of was the band a full time, you know, focus or job and and sort of commitment, or were you doing part time jobs or studying at this point? No, no. Um, you know, um, I met I met Vince in uh, at university to to to, and we are both uh, mechanical engineer. From uh, Lion uh, School yeah. of Mechanics, you know, and so it was never very, in our, in our mind to become a, a rock star and uh, so, such things. Maybe Olivier had that plan in mind more than us. Right. Yeah. Olivier uh, is possible, but uh, us, I think, never we we said to ourselves. We will begin a rock star, you know. No, because so. musically at that stage, you know, we'd had that kind of the the po the indie pop world of eighty three to eighty seven, which were the Smiths, the years of the Smiths, and then after that, you know, music changed and and sort of as mentioned earlier, there was the dance scene from Manchester with the Happy Mondays and the Stone Roses and, and Primal Scream and the kind of more electronic sound, and then towards nineteen eighty nine, nineteen ninety, there was. The Seattle grunge scene. So, how did how did the band look upon their kind of sound and direction at this point? Mm. Um, uh, yeah, that, it's true. Uh, it's true uh, that uh, the Smiths had a great influence of us. I think, and uh, uh, the guitar, the the bass, and uh, even maybe the words, uh, the lyrics. I mean, uh, so. Um, um, well, well, that's you're right. It was the the uh, the late eighties and the the beginning of the nineties. So in England, I think there was uh, there was a it was a time for the Manchester, and we were a bit uh, <laughs> not not in that that mood. I think not in that when we were still a, a, a new wave band. Uh, with uh, with uh, uh, a sound uh, which is uh, a bit mel melancholic, I think. Melancholic, yeah. Yeah. And uh, uh, with guitar arpeggios and with, uh, yes, dark bar bass and uh, a kind of cabaret mood. So uh, with, with Vincent, you say, because uh, Vincent uh, made some, some songs uh, uh, like vo uh, uh, we say, a uh, une passante, which is a uh, uh, songs uh, with uh, lyrics uh, from poets, French poets, you know. Yeah. So it's it's a blend. It's a blend of it's a blend of uh, of cabaret and maybe new wave. I, I would say. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And did you at that stage was there a sort of a change in the lineup sort of 89 90 Yes of course in 80 uh, so it, uh, wait you you we did uh, yeah we did the the the, the record Sound in the Attic in 89 so uh, we were uh, always uh, we 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 played three we 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 were three at at, at stage in stage and after for the turquoise fields 
Um, there was a yeah, uh, there was a drum, a drum machine eh, at that time in '98. We, we we are using a drum machine. No, yeah. no drummer. Okay. So after that, uh, you we, that's 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 the the time where uh, Ron and Eve uh, came to the band, and uh, so that's uh, allowed uh, uh, our singer um, uh, Olivier. To be only singer and not play the the, the keyboard, so on, on play the keyboard, and the, the 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 drum machine was was replaced by the by, by uh, Eva uh, right. to have a more rock sound, I think. Uh, yes, so the band is now a five piece or six five, piece. Five, yes, five or six, because uh, there was another guitarist, uh, George, uh, guitarist. Uh, of a uh, lead guitarist, I would say. Right. So, how did you get involved in the band, Ron? How did your how did your entry into the band um, get initiated? Well, it uh, started after my, my uh, graduation. Uh, during my studies, I went to a, to a concert of a Little Nemo. I was playing in a school too. Uh, nice stage, and I really liked it. Uh, and then I started to to know some members of the band, and uh, some people who were um, connected, uh, family of, uh, of the band. So uh, I was uh, going with them sometimes, and uh, and I organized, I organized uh, one of the concerts in my in my own school <laughs> in nineteen ninety nine, if I remember well. Right. So we had uh, quite quite strong uh, links, uh, and I and I knew quite quite a lot of uh, of their songs. Uh, so when Olivier asked me to to play, because uh, as Nicholas said, uh, when he was on stage, Olivier uh, played the drums, uh, the keyboard, sorry, while singing, and um, started to be a bit annoying for him. So he wanted to to be to be to be a singer and to move. So he needed someone on the keyboard. And uh, that's why the, yeah, he asked me to, to to play with a band. And so I started to play with uh, Little Nemo in uh, 1990 uh, for the Turquoise Fields tour. Right. There you go. <laughs> Turquoise Fields was the first album. And you were on a label called Lively Art, oh. Lively Art Records. So who ran Lively Art Records? Was this a kind of a major label or an independent ah, label? Uh, yes, it was a subsidiary of uh, Virgin. Uh, no, it came out. Yes. And, uh, no, no, no Labillard came most before. Labillard <laughs> was a label uh, which was owned by uh, New Rose Records. Hmm. New Rose Records, uh, which was an underground rock record in France, one, one of the biggest uh independent labels independent rock labels in france new rules yes and live years with a, a kind of uh, sub label uh which gathered uh i would say uh cold wave bands because new rose was uh you know for, for example there are many punk bands in new rose uh, like it was even a, a guy a, a, an english guy who was called uh Calvin Russell. Uh, oh uh, yes, he was in Euros, yes. Calvin Russell, but some uh, other bands, uh, very famous in France, uh, punk bands, uh, were there. Um, and how did the how did the songwriting process develop at this stage? Was it sort of Olivia who sort of put it brought the songs, or did you sort of rehearse them together and? you know, sort of jam together or, you know, who, how was that sort of brought, you know, how was the creative process for the band? Uh, the creative process, uh, most of the time it's, uh, uh, it was, uh, the creative process was not uh, a group process. It was somebody to, uh, about uh, the idea, but it was, it was very advanced idea. Uh, yes, and the other one, yes, you can add something, but uh, it depends on, on on the tracks, you know. But uh, most of the time, the idea was uh, was not made in in, in rehearsal. 
And okay. it's very true with uh, Vincent's songs. Uh, when he comes to the studio, usually the song is uh, 90% over or 95%. And sometimes you're right. alone in the studio, you play everything. So. <laughs> <laughs> and, did, and did that kind of extra dynamic change the kind of who whose band it was and 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 shape the sound much having a going from a drum machine to a real drummer did that influence the band kind of greatly well uh the the the, the new uh the new band uh, with five people we did a record together and that's maybe this record was the uh the record who uh uh, where uh, the the songs were were made in re- rehearsal by rehearsal, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. I think because uh, many people there, it was difficult to to do uh, different. So yes, the, and the, 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 the record is the world is flat. Is 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 been in ninety two. Ninety two. Yes, this is where and, grunge was was at its its kind of height, really. And had you started? Had, what, with France and French bands, do you like in the UK? You know, they they get a sort of album out, probably an album, and then they sort of you know tour the country in their little transit van, going to all the little towns and indie clubs on a you know Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday night where they're normally indie nights. I mean, what's it like in France? You know, is there a musical kind of circuit of of venues that you go to when you're starting out or getting a little bit bigger? Well, uh, I think uh, the the it's not like in England. I don't I, I don't think uh, there 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 are so many uh, opportunities in France than in England to to grow as a rock musician. Uh, it's not the, the 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 French culture, you know. French culture is more variety, you know. Singer like uh, Sylvie Vartan, uh, Johnny Hallyday, and that's not much. Uh, in France, but we, but we were we were together with other bands. We knew, like as a under the the label Touching Pop, Touching Pop was gathering m- m- some bands in France who played the, the the same music, and we gathered and we made tour together. Like like uh, for example, I, Asylum Party. I don't know if you you know this band, Asylum Asylum Party. No. No, no. Uh, it's a cold wave French band. To uh, I think they are. They are, be, <laughs> they are no famous uh, in YouTube because uh, they, are, they have a lot of uh, views. Uh, in their, but but they were yes, and there are other bands like uh, Mary Goes Round and Babel Seventeen. These bands are all uh, uh, bands from the. The touching pop, uh, the courant uh, move, I think. Touching pop. Uh... Right. Yes. There you go. I, I, think, um, I think that um, this time, you know, in the early uh, 90s, there were uh, many bands in French, in uh, France, uh, which played around the uh, alternative rock. <laughs> That's what we call it. It was more like punk bands, and they sang in, in French mainly. So uh, our sound, which was most more British like music, and uh, we were singing in English mostly. Yes, uh, they had that. Uh, it was hard for journalists to to put a label on that, so we created this 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 name, the Touching Pop, and uh, we were glad we we had we could write we could write papers on that. <laughs> good. <laughs> and uh, as Nicholas said, there were only um, quite a few bands that uh, played with us, uh, touring with us. Uh, party, Mary goes on, others. Yes. Uh, so it was kind of a mini universe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I think with with a lot of bands, they they kind of become very um, isolated within their little group, and the you know the few people around them, the roadie, mm-hmm. the, you know, yes. the, man, the potential mm-hmm. manager. Um, you know, it's a very insular little experience, really. So when mm-hmm. you came to record the your sort of next album, which is. The world is flat. What was the atmosphere like with the band at that stage? Were you still feeling kind of excited with the band and full of kind of interest and ideas and had material to record? At that time, uh, uh, there was uh, two different, uh, I think, uh, yeah. The, the first 
the third thing was that uh, we, we we signed in a, in a, in Virgin label, Virgin. So we thought it was a maybe a good idea. I don't know, but and the second thing is maybe we did uh, we didn't know what exactly we should uh, what kind of music we should do <laughs> because at, at that time, as you mentioned. Uh, the new wave wa was not so popular. The Cure was not no more popular, and uh, uh, there was a uh, electronic uh, that came out, and uh, and so and and grunge, the return of the the, the grunge music, uh, and so the new wave wa was uh, maybe not so, not so not, not so popular anymore. So we were we are, we have been uh, discussing about that before doing the this, this album. That was two possibilities. We made some uh, electronic tracks before, you know, uh, for example, uh, City Lights were electronic uh, tracks, and we made a, a, a mini uh, EP, uh, uh, was called Biologic in '91. With very electronic tracks, with samplers, so so we maybe it could be it could have been a, a solution to to be electronic, because some bands in 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 England uh, like the 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 Shaman, uh, maybe you know the, the oh Shaman, yes yes Mutiny Mountain former yeah. former uh, new wave band came electronic. Uh, be, uh, the beloved so uh, I don't uh, yeah. oh yeah the beloved yeah and. So maybe maybe it was a, it was an option, but I think uh, Olivier didn't want to uh, the singer. He wanted to 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 make a rock uh, a rock uh, record uh, because we had a drummer and we had a yes, yeah, so and we had a, a lead a lead guitarist, you know. <laughs> so I think the 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 word is not is is more a, a rock a rock record. And some people who were uh, listening to, to Little Nemo before, uh, when when the the, the, the record came came uh, came out, uh, they, they didn't recognize Little Nemo. Now, when I listen to this record, I like it. But at the time, uh, it was a, a surprise, you know, for for many people. Yes. I think that uh, also uh, that Olivier, uh, no, uh, Olivier he, he, um, spent a few years when he was young in the United New US. So um, I think he wanted to, to make like an homage to his uh, music and maybe a Californian sound. He talked about uh, hippie bands too uh, from the sixties. Yes, uh, he wanted to do something like this and to you know to to use the fact that we had a drummer. And uh, have uh, played something more uh, live, more human. <laughs> yes. yes, he was definitely into the West Coast. Um, Jefferson Airplane meets Crosby, <laughs> Stills and Nash. I like the album actually. The album cover as well is really nice. It's um, it's been nicely put together. Who who designed that look and and the the graphics on that? I don't remember. Don't yes. I think I could was Olivier, maybe his girlfriend too. I don't know. So when so when that <laughs> album came out, did you do some live dates to promote it? Yeah, we we made the 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 the, the biggest uh, gig we ever made uh, in a festival which is called Les Eurocaines. I don't know if you know the Les Euro, It's a uh, it's um, the, the the at that time it was the biggest uh, rock festival in France. Near, uh, I would say Belfort, but but uh, it's, it's in the near, east of France. East, yes, east mm. of France, you know, near near Switzerland, you know. So, uh, yeah, we played uh, about uh, during in this festival, um, just before the band Fishbone, you know, Fishbone. Uh, oh yes, Mar and yeah. God, I love that band. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they <laughs> they were bonkers yeah. though, weren't they? How did you get on with them? They're quite uh, mad, aren't they? The uh, lead singer. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And but, the keyboardist too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Keyboard. And after <laughs> that, there, there was a band which were very famous in France, Les Negres Vertes. Maybe you know. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, uh, I think it, uh, yeah. But okay, so so 
at that time we were uh, well we had a, a good uh, audience you know and we played uh, in that second scene of the festival uh and there was about 10,000 10, people when we played the, this this gig so so that's that was a uh, yeah the uh comment on peut dire yeah yeah and were you pleased with it at that stage ron were you kind of pleased with the band Oh yeah, yeah, it was great. Uh, I really enjoyed being on stage, you know. So uh, uh, the fact to 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 know have this having this uh, opportunity to play with uh, Little Nemo in in the Tokosfield uh, tour, and then to to um, to record an album uh, with them, and then uh, have uh, these uh, bigger gigs was. Really great, yes. Yes, fantastic. <laughs> so then 92 is also the year that um, the band, as the quote Jim Morrison, you know, it is the end. Did you see <laughs> the end coming? Uh, yes, because... Less, yes. <laughs> I think... Um, yeah, because I think... The, the, no, 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 the songs were not... They were, they were good, but uh, I think the... Uh, how would how can we say? When we we you made more more gigs, people uh, didn't. There was not same enthusiasm during the gigs than uh, for uh, for for the the Talk Westfield tour or the you know because people uh, the the fans the the Little Nemo fans uh, I think they they didn't like this album. I don't know why, but they didn't do it. Did you? So did you? As a group, sit down and discuss it, or did you just not turn up to a rehearsal one day? Well, another what? thing also to uh, what happened at this time was that the label, the label uh, went uh, bankrupt. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, all the bands of the label had a problem. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, was, uh, yeah, that's, that's right. That's right. Yeah, we we we, we signed uh, in Virgin, but uh, we were in a sub label. We were which was single KO. Owned by the same guy who owned before Lively Art, uh, so he, yeah, I think he, he was bankrupt. But he, yeah, I won't say nothing. On this guy, but uh, I met him. Uh, yeah, he, <laughs> he he owns a, a, a large apartment in Paris. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> so, so we really didn't. I don't. I wouldn't say that we really. Uh, if don't know if we really discussed because uh, at this time I think uh, each member uh, uh, tried to think of uh, what he was what he wanted to do in the future and uh, I know well, he had other plans he wanted to 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 go into some more electronic music uh, so and uh, wanted to move or so abroad so why had uh, different uh, you know between uh, personal events and uh, other musical uh, <laughs> events that uh, what I, I think I think it's why uh, the band stopped at this time. Yes, yeah. and that that was the that was the end. So did you all just go off in your separate directions and um, do other work? You know, education. You know, other musical projects. Um, myself, yes, I will. I still played music. I really wanted to write some music on my own. Uh, Vincent had a personal project too. So he started to, to record his own songs uh, for him, for himself. himself. Uh, and Olivier started his uh, electronic music career as a DJ <laughs> and uh, producing uh, his music. Uh, Nicolas, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, Nicolas, what did you do? Well, um... I think I stopped with music uh, for some time. Yeah, because I have my 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 my, uh, my children uh, at that time uh, were born, and I was a uh, engineer, you know, uh, Peugeot, you know, this, this uh, company, automotive company. So I uh, I didn't make, make for, during fifteen years I, I didn't do much music. Sometimes I play uh, for pleasure, you know. But, uh, yeah. Yes. So then, what happens then, 2010, 2011, or 11, 12? Because then the band reformed, don't they? Yeah. At, um, 
In fact, we we started to play together in a, a different band. Well, not not together, not all not all of us, but uh, uh, with uh, Vincent and uh, Yves. Uh, it was a very different band, but uh, it was it was in ninety eight ninety eight, I think. But it was a uh, it was a good thing to play again together. Mm-hmm. Uh, then as time went by, uh, Nicolas came back to, came back to Paris and uh, he started to play with us. And uh, that was the time twenty twenty two thousand seven, I think. Uh, oh, your fourth uh, year. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. my birthday. The, story yeah. is, uh, the real story is the, the following. Uh, yeah, we uh, surprise to Bruno. Yeah. <laughs> We rehearsed without uh, telling to him, and uh, <laughs> when he was uh, um, making his uh, 14th birthday, 14th, <laughs> you're nice. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes. We came up with all our instruments and we, mm. we play a gig of Little Nemo songs, and it was in uh, yeah December uh, 207, mm-hmm. 2007. That's and that I first, that the first, uh, yes. I think so. Gathering uh, concert, yes. Right. And then we met. Then we met together, and we went to yeah. a restaurant. The private concert. Started to concert. play. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> started to to talk about it. Uh, maybe reforming the band. There was a a guy, who, a fan who who had created a fi- uh, site uh, website uh, before and. Uh, could see that there was some interest about it, uh, so we started to started to, to talk about uh, this project. Yeah. And uh, yeah. yeah, at that time, you know, uh, there was a, a, a new uh, energy in the post-punk uh, uh, country. I would say because uh, yeah, you, you you remember all the all that bands coming in the middle. Uh, uh, to uh, thousand, uh, for example, uh, uh, Interpol, uh, uh, she wants revenge, uh, all that post-punk, new post-punk, and everybody uh, was talking about the 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 the, the post-punk bands of uh, of uh, the eighties. Yeah. So yes. there was a website about ours. The obscure bands were coming again, you know. So then, did you think at that stage, had you asked Olivia about the about reforming, or was he just out of the, um, yeah, was he just out of the equation at this stage? Oh, yeah, yeah. We asked him, and uh, well, he said no, he had a, he was on another career, he had his, uh, his music, his label, uh, everything. And yeah, I think he was not interested in uh, being part of uh, Little Nemo again. So that's uh, at that time, Nicholas uh, took the, the lead singer. Yes. And did that feel good, Nicholas? <laughs> oh, at first, uh, I wasn't very co- uh, confident of myself as a singer. So I, I took some uh, some uh, songs, uh, course, you know. Uh, singing course, uh, oh, so it okay. So 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 it was a uh, at, at the at the at the end it was it was nice. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, it was <laughs> nice singing. Oh, good, good. I thought you said it wasn't nice. So then, <laughs> then you thought, let's make a new album. Now, no, no, no out I mean, of the blue. Mm. Ah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it came. Uh, it came out. Uh, it came up after a few years. Well, I think we we abandoned it. We abandoned in two thousand eight, and uh, quite rapidly we had um, some other concert organizers who wanted to to make us play uh, everywhere in uh, Europe. You know, so we started to play. Well, first in Paris and uh, then in uh, Spain, Italy, Greece. Uh, and uh, then we started to think about a new album too. And, yes. Uh, the first songs were written between 2010, 11, and then we we recorded it. And uh, we, so, did you go was... and go in the studio and record the whole album? You know, in one one session, you didn't sort of do a few and then a couple more. You just went and did it completely within a couple of weeks. Uh, uh, 
in fact, I was uh, at that time uh, I had a, pro a knee problem. I was operated uh, an operation of knee, and so I could uh, learn uh, uh, some, you know, uh, music. Uh, oh, uh, how do you say the dough? You know, the, the dough. For example, there was a sonar and cubase and something. And ah. two, yes, and uh, so we could uh, made uh, some. Uh, uh, pre pre production. I don't know if it's a, the, the term in English. Yes. Yes. Uh, in my flat, uh, I was living in Paris at that time, so we made a pre production of most of the, the most of the the tracks, and uh, after that we we, we came uh, in studio for for the acoustic, the the, the drums, the the singing. You know. And I think we recorded everything in a single session, maybe a week. I don't remember the time exactly. Maybe maybe it was two mix, two two weeks with a, with a mix. Did it feel like a very different kind of experience having a different singer and not having Olivia in the band? Mm. Um, I don't know. I, for sure, it was different without Olivier. It was something different, but. Uh, we we get along really well, you know. So uh, <laughs> we were always we didn't uh, have the, uh, ch the choice. <laughs> Maybe we had the choice. We we chose Olivier. <laughs> and did you put but, this out on your own label? Did you create your own label to put this re release out in L N Music? Yes, it's a self uh, production. Yeah. But uh, we were uh, helped by. Um, friend of ours, uh, Alex, who put money in it, <laughs> uh, some of the money anyway, because uh, we, we produced it too. It's, so it quite, it's quite hard to get hold of that album, isn't it? It's not on Bandcamp or on Spotify. How, why See, is it? Yes, it's on Spotify. It, uh, it's not on Bandcamp. It's the only place where it's not, uh, but uh, it's on uh, Spotify, Deezer, Apple Music, I think. Out of the blue, yes. Out of the oh, it is. Sorry, yeah. I'll take that back. Yes, you reassure me because uh, otherwise it's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's Bandcamp. It's not on. Bandcamp, why is it not? Yes, yes. Why is it not on Bandcamp? Uh, well, uh, Bandcamp account is uh, owned by uh, Olivia at, at the moment, so we have to to discuss it. <laughs> oh yes, okay, diplomatic moment. Yes. yes, and did you play any live dates with the new? New, new line. I was going to say new, improved, but just new yeah. lineup. Oh yeah, yeah. Many and lines. how did that feel, Nicholas, being the front man playing bass? Uh, I, I, I don't play bass no more because I, I, I found it difficult to play bass and sing at the, at the same time. So uh, I'm now the the guitarist. The guitarist. I, I play guitar now. Yes, fretless. I play, I play guitar. I think it's. Um, Maybe it's more simple for for a singer to play uh, to play guitar. It depends on what guitar you play. But uh, um, so Vince is now in the, the bass, plays now the bass. But it, at the time, uh, the first records I was playing guitars in some tracks too. So it's not new for me, you know. Yes. Um, so what what is the state of the band at the moment then? Because uh, that was ten years ago. What are you currently up to, and what did you do after Out of the Blue? Well, we mainly we played gigs uh many many of them uh, many in france some in france and uh, also in italy and, uh, we went to germany uh belgium so mainly europe uh and uh, but we never played in england no <laughs> that's, that's so bad i would yes. like i would like to it's got but i've heard that the, in england we have to pay to to play <laughs> to play the the venues you have to pay the venues to play. Yes. I don't know. I don't know. It's a, it's right. And uh, then we started to, to 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 record some new things. While uh, new things, it old things uh, we recorded <laughs> with uh, with a new band, and uh, we really we released two EPs this year, and we have another one uh, in prepared prepared. Uh, first one is was recorded in the Euroville Castle, you know, <laughs> it's a 
quite a famous place uh, for in the music industry. So where what, what was that venue? What was the venue? It, that? It's uh, Eruville Castle Chateau d'Eruville. It's oh. uh, it, it was for the you know Elton John called it the Honky Chateau. <laughs> oh. yeah, it's where he, he recorded uh, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. Uh, did he? Did, so. El, did uh, David Bowie record? Yeah, low. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. David Bowie uh, went. Uh, yeah. He recorded the low album. Yeah. Okay, so you've done two EPs. Yes, yes, and yes. There yes. was uh, yeah, and uh, uh, c'est quoi le le, le disco là? Uh, the Eagles? No, 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 the, no the, Bee Gees. the Bee Gees. The Bee Gees, Gees recorded uh, Saturday Night Fever in this song. Yes. Yeah. And is this the, the I'm going to mispronounce it, but the Reveal Sessions, is this the this is yes. this new material? That's, which... that's the first of the three EPs we are preparing. And uh, right. we released it in March. So at the, it, uh, as a start, it was a project for by Vincent. Uh, he want, uh, Vincent. He wanted to to record some of his songs within, uh, in the castle, uh, with a more um, classical ambience, if you like, with a cello, with an acoustic piano, with a voice. Uh, so these are all the songs that record in in, uh, in there. Uh, the second EP, EP is also uh, old songs, but uh, recorded with, with a more uh, live energy in the studio. And then we have a third EP, also with uh, three tracks, uh, all new. <laughs> right. So you, the band has never been so prolific, really. We hope so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We got a few ideas at the moment, so uh, yeah, we'd like to 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 record this track and uh, these tracks and maybe uh, release them as a on a physical uh, support later yes so then looking forward to next year do you have dates lined up well looking at the end of this year dates lined up and also next year more recording sessions i think we have one uh, we're going to play in barcelona in uh, december in a festival uh three day festival uh, early december and then we have a gig in next March, if I remember. Yes. And uh, other contacts, yes, to play too. <laughs> yes. And this gig will be, we will take place with uh, uh, the band, um, maybe you and... know, uh, Sad Lovers and Giants. Oh my God. I love that band so much. And also, I did an interview with two of the members who went into a band called Snake Corpse. Have you come across this other band that. Um, it's sort of, I think two of the members of Sad Lovers and Giants in about 82 then became part of another band as well who are still going. But yes, Sad Lovers and Giants. Okay. <laughs> so is that a sound that you're, because there was there was people like them and then another band called The Sound. Were you quite influenced by those sort of bands, Adrian Ball? Oh, yeah. And... Those bands we, we used to, to listen, yeah, I, I used to listen uh, to, to, to Sad Lovers and uh, to uh, to uh, to the sound and to the chameleons and this kind of stuff, yes, during the, the 80s, yes. The chameleons. Chame chameleons, <laughs> yes. Chameleons, yes. We right. love the chameleons, Mark Burgess. Yes, I saw yes. them live <laughs> earlier this year. So it's in, do you find that the band is becoming more well-known with the and more popular with age? You 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 are talking about Little Nemo, Little Nemo. Yes, with you. Well, uh, I think that uh, yeah, Ron uh, was in New Order uh, uh, gig uh, last week in uh, in Paris, and uh, the the audience was uh, full full of people. Mm -hmm. In in uh, twenty years ago, the the same the same venue was uh, almost uh, empty. You know. So that that's the, the 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 maybe the 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 age of the of the new order makes it 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 good. So I I, I hope that's the same for for Little Nemo. You know, <laughs> I f I f yes. Uh, anyway, it's true because you know we have uh, uh, you know websites and the social networks, and we we can see where people listen to to, to Little Nemo, where they come from. Uh, it's uh, all in all the world. So I think yes, that's a, that's a maybe, growth maybe, of interest in the view of the audience. Yeah. Yes, in and people are, are seeking, are looking for for real uh, eighty bands, maybe. Yes. Well, I think there's a curiosity. I think there was 
you know, after the 60s have been really sort of dug over. I mean, people are still interested in that 70s punk scene, but the 80s indie scene, I think in the last five years, a lot of people have been going back and especially with streaming sites where you can just listen to the records. And if you missed a band the first time, you can now catch it. And I think younger people are kind of mm-hmm. curious about the 80s because there was so much in the 80s that happened, mm-hmm. you know, and you start with the Smiths and say New Order, the you know, the cult, the cure, bands like that. And then you dig a bit underneath and you kind of get these other way, you know, these other strands, which have got, you know, amazing music. Like you mentioned, the sound, Sad Lovers and Giants, the Chameleons, um, yeah, the Comsat Angels, all these sort of bands like that are just, um, you know, you think, God, they got a brilliant sound. I must go and check them out. So, um, and it's true that's that, uh, young, some, some young people come to, 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 to our shows and, uh, when I, when I when I speak to them, I ask them, uh, how, "How did you get to know us?" Uh, I say, "Well, it was in my playlist, or friends of mine in parties played a little Nemo, and uh, I liked it." And uh, so, uh, and uh, I didn't know that we were touring, touring, so it was a great opportunity to, to see you live. It was really great. Uh, so yeah. Was... Yes. So but the uh, problem is uh, is that we we would like to 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 find a tour manager that would be easier for us. I mean. If we want to to make it and to to make many gigs, if you know Dave, some touring <laughs> manager. <laughs> who, who's the, who's the person who does the administration and sorting out the bits and pieces? Who's, <laughs> who's the person who deals with the you know administration of the band and the and or is it divided amongst the four of you? It depends. Well, Ron is a, <laughs> Yes, <laughs> mainly Rose, it's, it's mainly me. Yeah. And how do you get on? Because are you scattered all over France at this stage? Uh, well, most of the time, well, we try to to play together uh, time to time. <laughs> when uh, Nicolas comes comes back to Paris, then with uh, you know, even net it's easier than before. Uh, we can send uh, demos one to each other and then play on them. So. Quite easier now to to to, to play even even if you we were far away yes. from each other. And when and just give us the two the dates that you've got so I'll remember them. The first one did you say is uh, in December? Yeah, this uh, December the second. It's a Saturday in Barcelona. Brilliant. Uh, and the other one, I think it's March sixteenth. I think. Yes. Yes. Sixteenth. Yes. Sad lovers and giants. Where's that yes. going to be? It's Paris. Uh, it's, uh, Paris, Le Petit Bain. It's a venue in Paris. It's a, uh, a boat, uh, mm. the scene, you know, a, a big boat. Right. Yeah. It's a very nice venue, really. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Wow. Played them. We played them before and we, we liked it very, very much. Fantastic. So, look, this has been great. Thank you ever so much for your time. Just to sort of lastly, I mean, if you could have whispered, something to your like 16 year old self you know who was starting out you know e- you know with all these you know years decades of experience and wisdom is there anything in particular you might have just sort of told them even if that 16 year old self would ignore you mm, don't stop believing you <laughs> i think that's a journey song isn't it i think so too <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Nicholas, what would you tell your sixteen-year-old self? Sixty-year-old, st- sixteen, one six. What would you tell your sixteen-year-old self? With self. all the, ex- yeah, what would you tell your younger self? What is self? I don't know this word. So, your younger, ah? Est-ce que tu te dirais toi-même à ton à ton toi de de seize ans? Ah, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah. Uh, qu'est-ce que je pourrais dire? Ouais, ça c'est vrai. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, believe in yourself. Believe in yourself, and it's not. It's not over. You know. It's never over, even with a knee never operation. Over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And that, dear listener, is the end of the interview. A massive thank you to both members of Little Nemo, Nicholas and Ronan. Um, I'm sure I've mispronounced both of those slightly. But anyway, um, I didn't even bother with these surnames. It would have been a disaster. Anyway, look, uh, if you want to find out any more information, they they are sort of um, got bits and pieces on various social media 
websites and also they do have a website as well which I will give you which is always good this is just go to www.littlenemo.org and you will find it all there anyway this has been the C86 show David Eastall if you want to contact me you can on Facebook Twitter Instagram just do C86 show these have all been archived all these interviews so you can find those on Spotify iTunes Podbeam it's true anyway have a great week stay safe